my name is Chumi. And I'm Vanessa. And welcome, and welcome to No Filters, No Fears. Today's hot topic is piercings and tats. Boom. Oh, wait. I always, I can't really measure where my camera is, so I fail. Like so, my boom didn't work. <laughs> but today's elephant is a one, maybe? Yeah, it's a one. Unless you're severely offended by tattoos, in which case you might want to have that checked out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Forever. We posted uh, four images of tattoos on our own bodies. <laughs> on our own bodies. Um, you know, we're trying, we, we're trying to alternate. We don't want to bombard you guys always with some harsh stuff. We've got plenty of that to talk about. Trust us. But, so, you know, we're not going to do the Band-Aid. We're going to like... <laughs> yeah, we want to by littles. So, um, Chubi, you should cop to your two tattoos first. Because I feel uh, like those are the most extensive tattoos. Well, I don't know how I'm going to take a, vi a pic video. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, well, this is yeah, kind of so the Ganesh was yours. So, yes, the Ganesh was mine. And, yeah. and the Breaking Benjamin tattoo was mine. This yeah, well, I can't even show one of them. I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a strip tease on No Filters, No Fear. Well, my shirt is already out, so okay, we're basically, you know, can't even do it. <laughs> okay, okay, we're working it out, guys. There it is. There it is. Oh, see, it is big. I knew it was big. It's not that big. It's tiny. It's the, that, no, that is not a tiny tattoo. Well, it's it's. She has been with me back and forth about how big my tattoo is, and I tried to explain that it's about yay big. It's that is big enough for me to notice it. If I, if it was like the how mine is, that's see that is that itty bitty. Okay, I feel you. That's itty bitty. And then I have this guy, my semicolon. Chibi, what's the story behind Ganesh? Well, as you and know, did, and did it hurt? <laughs> Well, as you know, he's one of the Hindu gods. So, you know, whoever knows me, they know that I, I, I practice and, you know, the removal of obstacles. So I decided to to get, you know, it's still not done, by the way. I still have three more hours, maybe four more hours to go. I'm sorry, say who? How many yeah. hours have you put into that already? This, in my first sitting, it took me three, three, three hours. I get that again. And the tattoo artist is named Dan. He's over there up in Boynton Beach. Anybody wants his name? He's an amazing artist. Um, it, it hmm, did it hurt? It, I, I don't know. Cause what if it hurts to me, if it didn't hurt to me, it might hurt to you. But That's true, I fell asleep during my first tattoo. <laughs> um, but it was a very beautiful experience, and we worked together on it. Obviously, it's still not done, but it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt, but I love it and I can't wait to finish it. So, and what is it just because you practice or? It, well, I decided to get it for my birthday and um, I decided to get something that means something to me, you know, something meaningful, something that yeah. like represents who I am. And I was like, ooh, let me, let me get this. And then I put the image together and I still have more to go. So the image, ooh, I can't wait. Lina says a bit, it hurts. I saw it. Yeah, no, I because I was thinking about it, but it, it it really didn't hurt at all. Like I was like wondering when it was gonna be over because like I kind of at one point do you kind of get like after an hour in, you kind of like get numb to it and you go into a zen state where you're just like, go ahead, just stab me. <laughs> right? Yeah, you do. Like, especially you don't have that large of a tattoo, so you I mean when, I mean, when I get there, I'm going to let you know. But there's a reason there's not a large tattoo. This is, no, I was going to say this is my biggest piece. I'm like, no, I lied. It's like my second biggest piece on me. But I don't know, man. I just wanted something that was like, it, it, it felt right at the moment when I got the tattoo. And I was like, this is what I want. It came together so smoothly. I was like, I'm getting this one. And, that's, and then it happened. And every every time I look at it, I'm like so like in love with it because it's like. So that was your first first tattoo. This one, nah. This yeah. was not. This was my 
I think that this one was my last tattoo out of, I lost count after 30, so I don't know. You have more than 30 tattoos? Not more than 30, less than 40 maybe. I lost track. That is awesome. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I can't, I lost track. After 10 guys, you lose track of your tattoos. People that have more than 10, they know that. They're like, I don't know, my 500, I don't know, you know? But and what was your first, first one? Well, my very, 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 very first one, I was in high school, I think. And it was my grandma's name, Christina. And it's huge. Mm -hmm. It's like all here on my side of my um, rib cage. And it's just very big name, Christina. That's it. Which is my my it's my name too. So without the age, guys, Cristina, you know, with <laughs> without the age. Yeah. My and first one was the was the the little one. <laughs> my little treble clef, because I am a singer and music was my first love and passion. And um, my best friend and I went to go get uh tattoos. This place had a deal, a special any like a, any tattoo from a book for $25. Oh, okay. And guys, for reference, don't do that. Like, it's probably not the best idea. Like you're probably gonna get like some like, like crooked ass smiley face somewhere. But it worked out really nice. These guys were on point. They're right next to Bird Bowl. I cannot remember the name of the place for the life of me, but my tattoo artist's name was Kato. He was really cool. He had like black gloves and he was like, come on, sit down. <laughs> and I I looked at the page, I automatically knew I wanted something to do with music. Mm -hmm. And I knew I wanted it to be purple. And I knew it was gonna be $25 and that made me happy. And <laughs> the guy, I chose the image that I wanted from this book and he was like, that's horrendous. As an artist, like he couldn't put his name on that as an artist and I respected that. And my body appreciated that because it's gonna be there forever. Right. So, hand drew another design for me he's like do you like this and we'll do purple shading i was like yeah i love it and in talking um as he's getting the tattoo ready i mentioned how my name meant star mm. we put a little purple star right next to the music note and i fell asleep while he was doing it <laughs> in that spot i have a tattoo there as well it's just so it's very it's soothing it is and it's just like you just want to masochista, so like no, definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh. But yeah, and, and how about the other one? So the this So Benjamin. this is a breaking Benjamin tattoo. It's a bunch of bees together. I do not know what, what number tattoo this is, but I knew that I wanted to get my favorite band tattooed on me. They saved my life for the past like 16 years, 17 years now, since I was 15. So yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. And, and I knew that it was about freaking time that I got it because if, if Breaking Benjamin, hands down, I don't care, lifesavers. Now that I don't know this band, you've introduced me to a new artist. I, I will listen uh, to it. My heart, yeah, they're-, they're I tell you. They're, I mean, they're a punk band. I mean, whatever people want to consider them, they're all over. I, I just love that they stay with their same sound, even after taking a hiatus for so long. I could go on and on about the band, but their writing style. Another music episode coming up. <laughs> <laughs> the writing style and everything, and I decided I need to see. So every time I look at it, I'm like, you saved my life. Like every time I could go and put the song, any song on from all their albums, well, they only have five, but still, I, I go and I'm like, I feel so much better. Like all the answers or something, if I feel like I'm lost, I just put it on. It's in the music. And then I just feel better. And then I feel like, oh, I know what to do. So, and I know you, most of you guys have that out there. We, you know, a band that has done that for you. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I this my semicolon tattoo is pretty Ooh. much up for me. I uh, I went with therapist Helen, <laughs> um, and I got my semicolon. I've been wanting it forever. I had friends who had it, and I was like, I don't want it to seem like I'm getting the semicolon tattoo because other people have it because it's actually very meaningful to me. 
um, it's a reminder that I'm still around. Because there were times that I mentally wasn't in a very good space and I didn't know, right? So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a happy reminder. And I remember the day of, I cried a lot. <laughs> I cried a lot, but it was like a happy tear, a like momentous occasion. So, and it, it's actually connected me to a lot of people. I was in a networking group for like corporate, like corporate peoples, right? <laughs> and someone came up to me, he goes, depression and anxiety, how about you? And I was like, oh, well, that's how we're going to do it. Now this is the calling card. <laughs> so right. we were able to connect beyond that. And it was, that was nice. Some of my students have seen the tattoo ask me about it if they didn't know or if they've seen it before. And they, you know, my younger students, my older students, some of them have the tattoo and we've been able to connect like that. So that's nice when you're, when you're able to like start like conversation over your body art. And we're so happy you're here. Oh, I love you, Danny. And fun fact, guys, those two tattoos that Vanessa has, I also have my semicolon and it's right here. Yeah, I got my. I feel like I'm gonna throw, like, I'm gonna get my next tattoo. I'm gonna be like, Chuvi, do you have it too? <laughs> I have some very specific ones on my horizon that I really want. Oh. Um, so, did we talked, we looked into some fun facts about tattoos. Yeah, if you have tattoos, share with us what right? tattoos you have, what piercings you have. I used to have piercings up here, and oh. they're all gone. The people that know me from high school, they know I live with, I still have, I have eight, so I only have six, uh, eight in total, that's it. Well, excluding my mouth and my tongue, and my, but I left high school with all of this, <laughs> all of this, all of it. I was like heavy into piercings. I mean, I still am, but you know. What do you think is more painful, tattoos or piercings? Damn. It's good. It depends on where it's being done, no? Yeah, because to me, I pierced my ears myself. That was no biggie. Like, eyes, psh, needle, screw it, you know? I am a blank canvas. Still. Carlos has been saying that response for, for many a year. Well, okay. Perhaps a year it changes. Even if you're black canvas, if you weren't afraid of getting a tattoo or you just, you know, what would you get? What would you get? Yeah, I like that. I think what would you get if you were like, you know, let me get a tattoo, but not really get a tattoo. <laughs> they have now, you know that they have now all these different websites. They have these amazing temporary tattoos that last quite a bit of time, but that you can take it off and it's not on there forever. Oh, yeah. Although, I mean, I kind of love that I'm going to have a little piece of my youth with me till I'm old and gray. To me, I don't know. I mean, yet, listen, I, I still draw on myself even if I have real tattoos. So, <laughs> you, they have markers. Sharpie was not dumb, okay? This is what Sharpie went out and did. And I know this because Vanessa is that consumer that buys you the shit. So... <laughs> Um, Sharpie, I guess they recognize that people were like drawing on themselves with their marker that are highly poisonous. <laughs> and people were like drawing on themselves with it. They went out and they made like tattoo Sharpies. So you can draw on yourself in different colors, but you're not putting caca into your body and it comes off a lot easier than the Sharpie that you had to like acetona. <laughs> oh my God, right? <laughs> And take it up. You said, oh, my God, right? Because you did it, too. Yeah, all the time. And that's uh, the thing. Like, I, I don't want to regular pens. Hmm? I would do it with pen. I would do it with pen. Cualquier cosa that would stay on my skin. And I like it. Like, it, like to the Ganesh one, like, um, around it, like, whatever left skin I have on this arm, I still draw on it. Like, it's just so much fun. Just, I'm, we're artists. So, it's like, we're, it's going right. to happen. You know, it's going to happen to us. Maybe I'll try a temporary one. I mean, I'm all for it. Try a temporary one. You can yeah. even try it a couple of times. And if you like it enough, you might just end up getting it. The thing is, tattoos are not cheap either. Oh, God. Yeah, I was just about to mention that. 
uh, piercings relative like i'm such a cheese puff i got my piercings for my ears at claire's that's twenty dollars for both ears they still even exist <laughs> i in, well in the current situation of the world oh yeah i forgot never mind sorry guys <laughs> we forget we're in the apocalypse but <laughs> but uh, like my $25 tattoo again proceed with caution don't just randomly walk into a tattoo bar and be like oh you have $25 tattoos great maybe they don't clean their needles and that would be bad oh so, my god <laughs> don't, do that. don't do that but um man this little guy was como 60 dollars this, this little nugget right here yeah and you also have to tip your artist remember that that's right that's right. That's their artistry, and I, and they're very serious about it too. Because the guy who did my semicolon, um, he was there's like he got a little creative. I just thought he was gonna do the dot and the thing, but he left some like some parts open, so it's like um, as if there it's got sheen to mm -hmm. it, and he was very precise about where he placed it. Like he knew what he was talking about, and he gave Helen a whole talking down about her tattoo. So I was like, okay, I feel very confident in this man's hands. And that was at Tattoos by Lou, which has been around for ever. Oh yeah, I think I heard of them before. Yeah, they're like on US one and something. As many they people those locations, these right? are tattoo parlors. Yeah, they're still open. Some of them have closed because of the pandemic, which kind of yeah. sucks. It's true. There's a tradition called um, Friday the 13th Tattoos. I don't know if you guys do it. You learned about that this year? Oh, my God. What have you been living on the rock? No. Clearly. Clearly. I love, I. it's been years. I have I have one that I started. The, the woman was like, she was awesome. And it was a mushroom on my ankle, on my left, um, right leg, because mm -hmm. it's going to be an Alice theme. So I told her to take out the 13 from the mushroom and just, you know, add dots and things like that. It was beautiful. That shit hurt. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> that one hurt the most for me because obviously the bone was right there. Well, it was around the ankle area. Yeah, okay. Oof. That shit hurt. I was like burning from the inside. Like I feel like fire. But don't worry, guys. Still get the tattoo that you want there. Just You're not doing a really great job at selling this. But it was just for me. Some people have gotten tattoos there, and they're like, no les dolió. It didn't hurt them at all. I mean, I heard about the whole Friday the 13th get a tattoo thing. My friend Cindy is has a bunch of tattoos, awesome tattoos, and has the tradition of on the 13th getting it. I didn't know about it. Mentioned it to my friend uh, Angie, who's like, oh yeah, my cousin Ashley gets one on the 13th every time too. And then I started meeting all these other people who were like, yeah, I get one on the 13th too. I'm like, I don't know anything. <laughs> Danny just joined us. He He's my tattoo buddy. We go get tattoos on Friday the 13th. Yeah, we Danny. missed a couple. We missed a couple. But um, I still got in some, you know. The next Friday the 13th, I'm Friday the 13th, is in what? Uh, November? This year, when is when is it? No, I don't know. I don't have a calendar. No, I need a calendar. I don't know. It says on November thirteenth. It's on November thirteenth, guys. Don't worry. Okay. See, I was right. Okay. And and we have to wait. But this is just a tradition, guys. Doesn't mean that we're paying for the cheapest. Um, because the tattoo is cheap for me. It's a tradition because there's certain things I wouldn't get on my normal daily life because. Flash art, like those Friday the 13th tattoos, I love Halloween, but I wouldn't just go there to get like whatever the hell. Halloween tattoo. Like, this, like this mushroom, I always was able to alternate it for what I wanted it because, you know, it had a theme. But if it's something that I can't change and the ladies like, you know, um, Friday the 13th tattoo, if I can't change it, yeah. then it's going to be a... You're not gonna feel too great about it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna get it if I am not able to. You know, I this one was also one of my Friday the Thirteenth tattoos. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I think I'll get my Friday the Thirteenth tattoo in November. It's gonna be uh, Squishifer, my kitty. <laughs> it's a black cat. 
It doesn't get more superstitious than that. <laughs> and it's perfect because it's, you know, but other tattoo shops does the 31st. You know, Friday the 13th, but it's $31 tattoos, not $13 tattoos. So they flip it. Okay, yeah. Caution, make sure they clean their stuff. So I got to go hepatitis C, people. No, but it's regular shops. That's But not all shops participate in this Friday the 13th tattoo, you know, thing because they're like it's losing business for them or they feel like it's just not their thing. And I, I wonder how... I don't know many tattoo artists. I don't have friends that are tattoo artists, but I wonder what, in, in this climate, what that is. I know people who during this time have gotten tattoos. So there has to be a place doing it. I don't trust you Friday the 13th lovers. <laughs> haters. Haters. Judgy. Um, I wanted to share some fun facts because we also have history about this because, you know, American culture, in general, we appropriate a lot of things and we don't always take the time to learn the history. Chubby and I are big about learning the history about stuff. Um, and, you know, there's definitely a crap ton of history to tattoos because they weren't just uh, a now thing. They come back from 2,000 plus years back. And then some probably. 3,000, yes. 3,000, yeah. They found mummies with tattoos. I know it's crazy. I hope you guys saw the video we posted on our on our Instagram. What a really was, good condensed version. Right, I was just about to say that it's very condensed, straight, just to the point. But it was, it would it, it informed me a lot. I learned a lot from just watching that video, even though I already knew like half of it. But if I didn't, I would be like, oh, that is so cool, you know. Like, and they, they think that it came out. Hmm? They what? Say that. I was gonna say they think that this just came up like a couple of hundred years ago. It's like no, tattoos been going on forever. It's been out for a hot minute. I think the most interesting thing I learned. I mean, interesting for me because actually before we went live, you were talking about how like what your experience in Puerto Rico was. Do you mind sharing that? Oh yeah, that some well the island that you're looked down upon if you have tattoos because you're mostly are you know, in a gang related, you know, and Lynn, you live in Puerto Rico right now. Uh, if you're still watching, I don't know if it still applies to this day, but back then when I was growing up there, it was like, it was bad. You yeah. couldn't have tattoos because you meant you were in a gang. You were like, you know, in jail. So it wasn't. Meanwhile, like in like late 1800s, it was a sexual thing for women to have tattoos. 1920 oh, yeah. even like it was a sexy thing for women to have tattoos and they would do strip tease to show off their tats right? so you have a lot of like this uh photography and of course you had the the side shows which had the tattooed women and actually now more women are tattooed than men is it you think so that's what it will that's not vanessa thinking so that's one of my fun facts that I'm oh, looking for oh, right now. I didn't <laughs> wow, women I have- I that. And I would have thought, because the most tattooed women, at least the, the last thing that I that I saw um, in, the, in one of the videos that I watched is a woman that's actually in her 60s. She has 98.7% of her body tattooed. But the most tattooed person is Diamond Richie, was that his name? That he has a hundred percent of his body tattooed. So, like, there's no more space. Too tall. All over, covered. And so he can't get no more tattoos. No, no le cabe. ¿Dónde se lo va a meter? That that's what I'm afraid of. Not afraid because it's not enough fear, but I'm like sad about that. Like the one day I would no longer be able to put another tattoo on my body. I'm like, damn, but. But the, what do I do now? <laughs> now so you get to do other body modification things. But that's the thing. I don't know. I don't. There's no other that I want to do. So, well, for now, like, let me keep it open. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I read some pretty interesting things. Like, obviously, we know religiously, tattoos have played a very, have had a very interesting role. Um. I mean, for us, we like a lot of uh, Christian people get 
the cross, you know, Catholics get the cross and, and that's something very important to them. Um, but for a very long time, as a matter of fact, in the Bible at one point it, did, it talked about there being like you shouldn't mark up your body or whatever and people left that up to interpretation so it became like a no-no in a lot of religious you know um beliefs like christianity judaism you don't do it but of course things happen in history that that change that or there's no real rule and people just started doing it as a positive representation of their faith right of their dedication to their faith um in the Jewish faith, they didn't. It was frowned upon. Um, but then, of course, the Holocaust changed that. Oh, yeah, with tattooing the... With tattooing the, the numbers on those that were in the concentration camps. And I, what a, from not doing tattoos because it means something to your faith to on top of already being put in this horrific situation and then on top of that marking your body desecrating that that you hold so dear religiously it was like one thing on top of the other um but a lot from what i've been reading a lot of people of the jewish faith have reclaimed it right um a man who was released from auschwitz right one of the survivors would walk with short sleeve sh sh shirts showing the numbers because a lot of people to this day do not believe that the Holocaust happened. I, that it's, it's is absurd. Yeah, but so he did it to prove like, good, bad, or ugly, our history is our history. What happens after is in our hands to make sure that it only gets better, not worse. And I think we're kind of in a similar situation in this present day, right? So he wanted to make sure that people did not forget what the Holocaust was, what was done to him, what was done to his people um and a lot of uh like present uh generations right of survivors of the holocaust have gotten their family members numbers tattooed on them so as a reminder and yeah. as a tribute to where they've come from which i think is quite beautiful a beautiful way of like remember yeah. right that's very special sorry to go dark on y'all which is the fact it's the truth. Hey, there's some fun tattoo facts. There's some not fun tattoo facts. And guess what? It's all the truth and it all goes together. So, I mean, there's the fun things you tattoo, like there are certain symbols that meant that you crossed the Atlantic and things like that the pirates forget that were fun tattoos to have. And then there were other things, obviously, like that. And also, prisoners in general sometimes would get tattooed or when people are in prison, they get specific tattoos to remember experiences while they were imprisoned. Um, our, our animals get tattooed when they get neutered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they get like a, like a- Well, they do that to dogs. You know they don't do that to cats? At least I don't think they do. Mm -hmm. My cat got his ear clipped. But I, like I had a dog and they did, they put a little, a little tattoo. Mm -hmm. On her, by her, by her, in, on her belly, was it on her, on her ear? So it's, tattoos are all over. Man, woman, goat. <laughs> Quite literally. Yes, guys, show us your tattoos. Well, can you send pictures through these things? I don't even know. You, you can't, you might be able to actually, if somebody knows how to post it, that would be really cool. If not, you can totally send it to us through our DMs on Instagram or Facebook. And we will or comment it on our page on Facebook and such. And we will share it. What other first tattoo machine? Oh yeah, this I learned and I thought it was really interesting because Thomas Edison had his hands in everything apparently. The first tattoo machine was based on, on Thomas Edison's stencil machine. Oh yeah, I read that. Very and fun fact. It's, it's crazy looking. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> I'm so glad that the two machines have gotten better. I know. It's like, okay, thank you for coming. Yeah. Mm. Well, how many, how many medical tools don't we feel that way about? I don't even want to go back yeah. to the old ancient medical tools that I learned about because I'm like, that went where? Yeah, no, no, mm -hmm. no, thanks. 
Sorry, uh, something happened to. Oh, what other fun facts you have? I have a. I would have a couple of women. Women are more okay. So women are more likely to have. Uh, the poll was that more women have tattoos than men, but also <laughs> women are more likely to get their tattoos removed as compared to men. Oh, not covered, just completely removed. Damn, completely removed. I mean, I can think of many reasons. I mean, I know that, for example, I have a friend. He's now in in the Marines, so I'm sure that his tattoos are constantly covered up. But mm -hmm. you know, it, for particular jobs, if he didn't have like a button down, like, and didn't matter how hot it was, he had to have everything covered up because he had his whole arm. He had a sleeve. Um, but it presented problems in in office settings. Yeah, I remember growing up that they were unprofessional and, and you'll never get a job looking like that. And I'm like, it's about the work that they do that should matter more than how they look. Because I've seen people in the most like a tuxedo, more professional way, and they're very unprofessional. Right. So. I, I think it's also like... Because I remember a friend of mine, she had, I'm trying to remember what it was, but she had a tattoo somewhere like around her temple. Mm -hmm. And she had applied for a receptionist job and she didn't get it. And they were very honest with her, right? They told her, we're very impressed by your resume. You're very eloquent. We would love to have you, but you are the face of the company, quite literally, yeah. as you were walking in, you're right in the front. And you have body art on your face and that's not something that we necessarily want to be indicative of the front. So they offered her a different type of job, but it's not what she was looking for. Right. right. But you can't entirely get mad because, you know, no, I mean, obviously, for example, just like you, like you are an artist, you are an actress, you are a model. I had to strategically place this baby. <laughs> right. And unlike me, I have free will to do whatever the hell I want with my time. So I could get a tattoo literally right here and no one can tell me shit because right. I don't know. I don't have no one telling me what to get or what not to get or what to cover. And I get that. I understand that. But at the same time, it's like the world is full of people with tattoos. What are you going to do? Hire no one now? There's like, that. it's just getting to the point where if you're gonna let the tattoo bother you uh, to the extent of not hiring somebody, and I get it, she shouldn't have applied for that knowing she had the tattoo at the same well, time. I mean, I, she shouldn't have if she would have known that it was a very artistic oh. type of environment. Right. For us artists, it's difficult sometimes to understand. We forget that there's a business side to our artistry, right? Right. What our problem has been for so many years, and that's why people think, you know, a poor deadbeat artist, it's not a real job. That that's why there's all these misconceptions about what it is to be an artist. Mm -hmm. We perpetuate it también. <laughs> like right. we don't help ourselves. And part of that is she didn't think but she's not in front of a camera or anything like that. So she thought it was that kind of environment she could get a, like away with it. It would be cool. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't work in her favor because the offices are very corporate and more stiff because this is where the people with the dough come and drop it, you know? Yeah. So all these projects go through. And so they wanted somebody who reflected that side of it. If they wanted the artist to come in, they invited the artist to come in. Right, and that's a, a different animal. We we, can, we tend to be like you bring in the performing monkey, which is very upsetting to me. That's an, for another episode. <laughs> but you don't necessarily tend to think of the artist as like you know. Yeah. So I think she thought that it was a much more lax environment than what it was. I don't think she was trying to impose anything on them. Right. And I probably would have had the same idea. I'm like, yeah, this place. Um, I think they were like uh, literally artists. Like they would prepare, curate shows, do logistics for uh, ex exhibits and things like that. So she was like, "Well, I got this. I could be there and with my tattoo, and all, all cool." They weren't having it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you have the frou frous walking in, they they get a little nervous when they see a tattoo on someone's face. Apparently, that I. <laughs> And that I roll my eyes because you can't look down on other people just because 
they have tattoos. And I, I'm not being biased about it because even before I got tattoos, I was like, ooh, that, they look so cool. And like, I didn't think any less of them just because they looked a certain way. And that's yeah. the thing, like you are gonna go based on how they look and then not know that they're a certain way. Like, you know, it's just- I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those funny lines. You know what I mean? Because yes. I know plenty of businessmen like I said, I was in that uh, like that business networking thing, and it was all corporates. And when we would get together outside for like happy hour, they'd roll up their sleeves, and these dudes, even the ladies, you know what I'm saying, would have these tats. And I'm like, buddy, he's like, I work for a law firm. I can't walk around showing that. Right. You know, I work for this, this tech startup, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> but then you see them, and they're very themselves. So it's like party in the body from the neck <laughs> is business. So they've made that conscious choice. It, it, I guess where the line is, like, is it is it fair to ask that of someone? Should they, should it even be an issue? And I guess if I was the business owner and I have a particular vision for what I want my company to embody, I can understand certain sentiments. I mean, I understand it to, to a certain degree. I, I truly do. But that's why, for example, I wouldn't apply to a job that are snooty people in suits because it's not my thing. Right. It's really not because it's just not my environment. And, mm. and I understand that some people want to give that a try, but yes, they can be happy. Right. Guys, uh, let us know. Have you have any of you had an issue with getting a job because of a piercing? I also like see we're we're focusing a lot on tattoos because I know there's been a lot of so, but piercings have also brought up issues for people. Oh yeah, um, for singers in particular. Uh, my friend Maui, a phenomenal freaking singer, had her tongue pierced, and at school they gave her a lot of crap about it. Like, why would you do that? It changes your voice, da 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 da. You know, so they would make her wear the the flats. So you put it in your piercing and it just makes it like it covers the hole, I guess. Yeah. And it, and she hated it. It was uncomfortable to sing with. Um I don't know. Have you had experiences like that with your piercings? Well, for me, yes, my septum. I had to take it out several hundred times because when I did have a job that was like, you know, like a nine to five like that, that they were like, you need to be wherever. They told me to take it out. I'm like, no, it's so small. No one's going to see it. I'm in the back anyway, you know? And then at one point I just decided to leave it on and that's Not it. <laughs> no, that's it. They didn't say shit after that. You know, but my tongue, if you see my tongue piercing, you're too close. I don't know what you're doing in there. You can't. <laughs> if you're there, it's because I wanted you there. If you're there because I didn't want you there, why? <laughs> it's just, you can't see it when um, someone's talking that they have a tongue ring. Right. But, you know. I mean, for, as an actor, because I can't, like, if I say artist, it's, it's very general because, like you're saying, yeah. you're a photographer. Writers don't have this issue. But if you're a performer in the public eye, if you're a singer, if you're an actor, a model. Boy, I had some stories of when I modeled and issues with my one baby shoulder tattoo. Um, but as an actor, they tell you to be a blank canvas, like Carlos said before, be the blank canvas because you never know. And I still have a lot of friends who are actors, prominent actors in the community that work constantly and they have their tattoos and they figure out their ways they get creative either they've strategically placed them or they just don't give a shit and i tried to strategically place mine but i've had the experience as a director um having to cover one of my actors tattoos one of my actresses had a huge tattoo of, of glasses on her forearm right so that takes up a big chunk and in one of the scenes they weren't wearing very much clothing. <laughs> um, and her, it was the 1940s and she would not have this tattoo. 
So it was like the process of figuring out how we're going to cover that big tattoo because we're also sweating and dancing. It's a musical. And si se pega, she gets stuck to somebody. The makeup was going to run off. It was a lot. So I can understand why artistically they're like stray away from it. It's going to give you a headache unless you're properly prepared with like, okay, have this makeup, this makeup, this makeup that if you, you know, you're ready for it. And when it came to piercings, you know, they placed a fear. And it's not just schools, right? If you have any coach, if you have any, I don't know, like any kind of guide in, in your professional career, they put the fear of God in you that if you get like a tattoo, um, I'm sorry, a piercing, you're going to get scars, right? I would always talk about how I wanted my eyebrow pierced, how I wanted my nose pierced. It's going to leave a scar. It's going to leave a scar, it's gonna leave a scar in your nose. Uh, Dana, which is an amazing actress, I've always wanted the tattoo of your fingers that makes it look like you're hugging. Oh, I never could because of acting. I'm playing, and she, Dana has the babiest of the baby faces. She's itty bitty and squeezy, right? And so I could imagine that they, that they see a 10 year old walk in with a bunch of tattoos, it would not give the best impression. Um. But I like the fact that there's alternative modeling now where you could have all your tattoos mm -hmm. and all your piercings. And that is an amazing concept that obviously had to come be manifested because of the fact that regular modeling, you're not allowed to do that. And, I, and I've been on your shoes too with the whole um, yeah. acting when I was doing act, uh, background acting, you know, and a background actor. I only had two tattoos at the time and this one I have one right here. Oh, you can't see, it's a bunch of words. They had to cover that one. And she's like, the one here, she's like, oh, you're wearing a bathing suit from the 1950s. It's fine, you know? And then my hair was two different colors. And she's like, they don't have color, back color back then, you know? So they had to right. dye my hair brown, one solid color. And it was just a freaking process just oh, yeah. to- It's a contractual thing to dye your hair when you're a performer. Yeah. I could, like right now, part of my joy of the pandemic is, and there's very, you know, pandemic is not a joy for anybody, but is the fact that I can play with my hair color because when I'm working, I can't. Right. You know, it's, uh, you have to ask permission of whoever your next job is, or let them know what your hair color is. And if they want it changed for that role, you want that role, you got to change it. Right. No, yeah, of course. It's a little crazy. Just like for the piercings as well. They like, oh, you have to take these off and everything off. And I was like, yeah, you see why I'm not in it anymore? Yeah, guys, no. Well, I mean, when I, there was one thing that I did get like um, my ears pierced and I had just gotten them done. And you know, when you take them out, you risk infection or they close. Dude, I had just spent the money, had just done it. They made me take it out. It was for a shoot. Total, my ears were red, right? So they're like, Covering it up. If it's gonna be covered up, couldn't you just cover up the fucking ears? Right. I forgot the shoot was about six hours. I forgot to put the earrings back in entirely. Out of sight, out of mind. That was like fuck. For me as a as an artist of myself, I care I care about my personal expression. Like I care about the way I look for me. So yes, I'm gonna get all the tattoos and piercings that I want. And no, I'm not gonna work in a in in those things that are excluding this because I I care more about this than acting in your little in your show. Right. So that's why I decided to quit and to not do any of that shit anymore. I couldn't. I mean, the people who who you know diehard corporate <laughs> fans that have found their way of expressing themselves with their piercings and and their body art right and their body modifications they have found their ways of balance and there's also places i think oh the collective conscious <laughs> has, has grown in the sense that they don't put so much on that and it, it really depends where no so, yeah there's a lot of, of startups that don't really care versus like you go for example to apply for a job at the four seasons hotel no Right, right. Of course, that's that's logical. But still, I mean, you know what I mean, if they're so, not gonna be in the front desk. It shouldn't matter. That person. It shouldn't. But they pay. who's the audience, right? Even even you and I, when it comes to like, we want to make sure that the topics that we're choosing, that the things that we're talking about, 
you guys are with us, right? So we look at demographics. We look at what your ages are, who is listening. So we make sure that we're including you. And I feel like that's a lot of what they try to do. They try to uh, make the face of their product, their company, you know, resemble who the main consumer is. And maybe they're afraid that in, in trying to like edge it up, they're going to lose something. Yeah. yeah, because I always heard you don't know who's watching you or you don't know who's looking at you or you don't know who you're going to bump into and you're representing us. I get that. I totally get it. You know, I do. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I mean, that example you just gave of the hotel thing, I'm like, if they're not the one in the front desk and they're just one person that's right. Like, right. But you know, I'm, I'm specifically talking about like that first yeah even that like it, it makes you cringe a little bit to think yeah. that someone is being judged or has to, you have to deal with the first yeah. step like, yeah you know it's taka but it is it is unfortunately how it's been for so long although i have seen it change a lot i've seen a lot of very interesting characters when i walk into some corporate buildings now you know cool hair um pierce like more more piercings on the ear than you would typically see. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, they're the easy recognizing that there's th this does not detract from someone doing their job properly. Right, exactly. And that's the bottom line that I was getting at. It's just, it doesn't. As long as you're getting your job completed, who, especially if you only work over the phone and no one gets to see you 24 seven at all, who cares yeah. what you look like? Just do your job. If you work over the phone, like right now, everybody's the ones that are lucky enough to work from home and and you know just work over the, the over the phone and that's it. Or an email. Who's looking at you? Right. Who's and, gonna and culturally is a different animal, right? Oh. This is all like work based, but culturally, like you said, when you went to Puerto Rico, only the people who had tattoos are the thugs and the this and that. And Santo Domingo, I don't think I ever. I didn't have tattoos at the time, so I didn't hear anything about that. But I had shared prior to us going live, I shared with Chuby the story of how a person in my life, who shall remain nameless, <laughs> um, when I got my first tattoo, and this was a very special thing. I did it with my best friend, who's like my soulmate for life, and we've been best friends for 20 years now. And it was something very special to me. And when I showed up, they were like, you dirtied your perfect skin. Like I've, I flawed myself in getting this tattoo. Right, that- It was really upsetting. I was like, what? No, you shut up. <laughs> like how, right. And it's, it, but, and I, I've Sorry. met so many, and it really is a, cult, a culture onto itself too, right? Like you were it talking about the alternative uh, modeling suicide girls huge fan of the suicide girls and their their body art is amazing right a lot of burlesque stars burlesque has become very big uh south florida has its own burlesque scene a lot of those burlesque dancers have such amazing tattoos you know um a lot of the there's alternative fit models too my cousin bavier is an alternative fitness model and she tattooed all over. I love these all alternative things. But the fact that what gets to me is that these things had to manifest because they were being pushed away from the media of regular, you know, of the regular like modeling and and photographers, whatever the case is, you know. I mean, I'm glad that they're there. Hmm? The fact that it has to be alternative versus just being. Right, just being. But hey. I wanted to be a suicide girl in 2011. If you guys remember that, I was Did a you really? I, I wanted to be fan. I and then I got accepted, and I was freaking excited. I told the whole world, and then they told me I had to pose nude, and my dream crashed. So yeah, yeah you. <laughs> there, that's it. I was like, excuse me. I don't care who does it, but I uh, that that just doesn't flow with my being. And I was like, not wow. happy. But I was like so excited. I was this close. But it wasn't meant to be. So 
Suicide Girls, keep at it. They're keep at it. They really are badass. Um, so I mean, we have a limited time left, and we still have Juby's Corner, a book corner. Oh yeah, Juby's Book Corner, and it's Music Mondays right after. Right after, because you have to tell us. Today's on Juby's Book Corner. Um, I have six books. So number one will be A Cultural History of Body Piercing by Bonnie Sumsky and Jill Carson. Um, number two will be The History of Tattoos and Body Modification by Nicholas Faulkner. I mean, these are self-explanatory titles, so I'm not, not giving a little bit more except one or two, but cultural self-explanatory, the history of tattoos and body modification, you know, where they come from, etc. So, and number three, spiritual tattoo, a cultural history of tattooing, piercing, scarification, branding, and implants by John Rush. If you don't know what scarification is, is when you, I don't know, I don't want to say when they cut into your skin because that's like not what happens, but your skin does get, you know, cut into scar yeah scarred so at the end it's just like when you get a scar is it looks like that like when it heals over the process yeah so it yeah so and and implants is like when you get you know those piercings that go under your skin not like body implants but <laughs> you know like those piercings that go under your skin to make it look cool like that Number four would be a source book tattoo history by Steve, uh, Steve Gilbert. And number five is the history of tattooing by Wilfred Hambly. <laughs> These are without weird names, y'all. But you're going to get the book list as a post, so don't worry, you'll be able to find yes. it. Yes. And then the last one is The World of Tattoo by Martin Van, Van Dinter. Dinter. <laughs> So these are the top six that I have. These are all found on Amazon. If you don't shop on Amazon, um, Google has them. I don't know if Google goes straight to Amazon as well. Kindle versions, they're available there. And that's all I have for today. But if you guys have any books that you thought are cool or whatever, send it our way so we could put it in the list. And now, Music Mondays with Bonnie. Music Mondays. I'm not going to, actually, I'll probably open it and I'll give you an idea of what is in the playlist. So I'm actually, I, this is one of the most exciting parts for me. Uh, as we're creating and getting things ready for Monday's episodes, we find music, we put music to a playlist on our new Spotify. No filters, no fears. Music has its own profile. So you go on Spotify to <laughs> into no filters no fears the episodes and that's through the podcast part but we actually have our own profile where you can go on follow us and all of the playlists are available for open so you guys can add songs so add things that are related to that week's topic this week's topic the playlist is called piercings and tats eight uh, i'll be doing a post uh, on our uh, instagram and facebook about going on to our our um Spotify, but you again, it's a mix of genres. You're not just gonna get rock, you're not just gonna get indie, you have music in Spanish and English. Uh, you guys got to hear in that little commercial that we released for uh, Piercings and Tats, Los Amigos Invisibles, uh, which I have converted to be. <laughs> we are now a fan of Los Amigos, I love them. Uh, who else do we have in here? Oh. No, I, that is the wrong playlist. If you guys are musicians yourselves and you have music you think will go great with our playlist, please put your music in there too. I'll give you an idea. We, okay, we have Sophie Tucker on there. We have Sade, Third Eye Blind. I even put a little Weird Al Yankovic. He did a, a parody <laughs> of one of the songs that's called Another Tattoo. So, and some of the songs aren't, Tattoo isn't in the title. It'll mention tattoo, right? Uh, like St. Christopher by Devil Dolls, which is like rockabilly music. So check it out. You might find a band that you like, listen to a genre that you never knew you could like and like it. <laughs> I am, 
proof that you could like something. I've been listening to I, I, I even showed it to my brother and then I went to my yeah. right and that part was the one that got stuck to me and I was like oh yeah okay you know it's just so catchy and so fun it was good to dance and I was like this is it well I mean I like to think that my taste in music is pretty decent so, and if I'm wrong, then you guys are welcome to add songs. <laughs> and That's you can still add to the previous playlist for last week's episode too. So Let's Talk is still open. All of them are open. So when you find a song, you're like, oh, this would be perfect. Add it on there, follow it, share it. We love to hear from you guys. Brian was talking about when he remembered your suicide girl. Man, I had a set, I had everything. Heavy metal reggae, make that a hashtag. I, well, there is something about some heavy that. Metal, but there's no reggae. He's in reggaeton. He's been on this for years. He's a heavy metal reggaeton. He said that last episode too, didn't he? No. I feel like you did, Peter. Heavy what, metal reggae. What would that even sound like? Listen, but listen to this. Heavy metal goes like this. You know, you're like, right. And then reggaeton goes like at the bottom. So you're going to go looking like an idiot. Like, how is that even going to possibly, how are you going to incorporate the dancing? That is my thing. Like, well, I knew he said it last episode too. Oh, I, I, I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know how those worlds would combine, but stranger would, things have happened, you know? Rock and opera happened, so who knows? I <laughs> Maybe heavy metal. Jordan Sparks, a classic. You know what? I did not put Jordan Sparks, Dana. I will put it just for you. I love I that. Think the, I think the pop singer that I put on there was like maybe Demi Lovato, because I love Demi Lovato. Um, headbang with your hips. <laughs> I'm gonna need you when we do our music episode, Peter. I'm gonna need you to have some something to back this heavy metal reggaeton up. You better send a video of you headbanging with you your head. have something ready because I don't even know. Tattoo, all the things she said. Oh, tattoo the, 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 the band. The girls. Yeah. Mm. I mean, even though that particular... Uh, come on, lady. Come, come on, lady. You're my butterfly. Because he talks about... Sugar, uh, honey. Oh, I love that song. Pretty little thing. Pierce nipple, pierce, got me sprung with your tongue ring. Hey. We're going way back. Wow. Yeah. I mean, see, every every I think every Monday has its hashtag Monday memories. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it does. It has its element of Oh, I was darling. Also, wanted to remind you, we released a calendar. Movie. Oh, yes, we did. So we're gonna be letting you guys know the upcoming like three or four episodes. So that way you can, you know, set up your calendar. I know we all live by our Google calendars now. So, so you can remind yourself if there's a particular episode that maybe you wanted to share something with that's coming up. Feel free to share information with us, books if. If you are a professional in that particular topic, we want to hear from you. We would love to be able to interview you. So talk to us. We're always looking to be able to engage with you guys. And the calendar was an attempt at that to get you guys more engaged in what was coming up. Uh, so that way we can hear all the many different thoughts and perspectives. So if you guys didn't see it on our post, you should check it out, but I'll mention it now. On our next episode, next two episodes is one of them. The one, the episode nine is consent. That's a big one. That's so a big one for you today. That one will not be a level one elephant. No, the elephant is so big it doesn't fit in the room. Mm. Um, episode ten is a recap. So you know what that means of all the episodes. Episode ten. So you already know, yeah, but it'll be there. It's going to be a pachanga. It's going to happen. Party. It's going to be a special episode. There'll be a lot of things going on. We'll be releasing all the information about that little by little so you guys can get hyped up, hyped up, hyped, hyped. Two-hour special? You know it, Peter. 
Oh now yeah. We're doing a recap of all the previous episodes and and chatting about new things discovered, uh, changed perspectives if there are any, and so make sure to lend your voices to that. So what do we got to remind them to look where, what, how to uh, find us through Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. no, Spotify, Spotify. iTunes. That's Google what podcast. See, I keep forgetting those. We're all of them. Everywhere. You know, we try to keep it so accessible. Oh, you're in your car. You can't watch a video. Spotify, you know. Oh, you're at home, you're bored, TV, or can't choose something on Netflix, YouTube. Right? You could just watch us, no talk. You might, we might make you laugh. <laughs> oh, you we might learn something. something. You learn something. We learn something from y'all. So follow us. Please share. Here's the dealio. We can't, we won't know, like, how far the conversations can go unless, like, we start getting people's in here. So please share with your friends. Even share with your enemies. Maybe they'll learn to be nicer people. You know, uh, start start sharing about the podcast. Uh, let us know things that you want to hear about. Reading is essential. You say, I can't say it. That's your thing. Yeah, because reading is essential. And music is life. So share your music. Uh, music is definitely is life. And remember, get all those tattoos you think you, you're afraid of getting. Yes. Even if you're temporary, so you decide to get real one. Yes. <laughs> Just give it a try. Maybe you'll be like, oh, this looks cool. But remember, it's permanent. So if you get it's bored of it. Forever. Great episode per usual. Love you, Danny. See you guys all on Monday. Stay tuned. Besitos all. Thank you all for watching. Stay um, but stay fearless, guys. Bye, guys. See you next week.